So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with How I Became Invisible. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? Um, well, I was inspired to start the project because I used to be in a band uh, called Robots and Race Cars. That was uh, a pop punk band from around Philly mm-hmm. that uh, we recorded in a studio with a friend of ours. And he's like, hey, I'm doing these specials where we just like 50 bucks full session. We'll do come in, do whatever you want. It'll get done. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I'll come in and do a couple songs of my own that don't really fit the pop punk band. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, they were done. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with these. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd like a, I always I have like a constant list of like band names and song titles and album Ooh. titles. And because that's like I just sit around. I'll think of a cool phrase. Like I write that down. Um, yeah. And at that point, I was obsessed with this comic book series called uh, The Invisibles. Mm. which um it's a vertigo series from the 90s that was and the early 2000s that was written and created by grant morrison who is one of my favorite writers mm-hmm. and uh it's like weird science conspiracy theories uh, uh i don't even know how else to describe it anarchy witchcraft magic all this cool Ooh. stuff yeah and it's very and it's based on a lot of like actual like reality stuff um i loved it it's like the younger me mm-hmm. that was like the thing that made made them be like oh i want to do all this stuff yeah. um mm-hmm. so there was an issue title of that called how i became invisible and i was like i really like that phrasing i'm stealing that <laughs> so that's where the pen name came from and it's just become more thematic as time has gone on yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process uh, my writing process is oh, oh my god in context it, it can differ it can differ um so <laughs> in with how it became visible, it's just whatever I write is whatever I write. So I've done like acoustic-y, folky type jams or like mm-hmm. pop punk, straight up punk rock. Uh, I did a, 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 an instrumental EP that was entirely electronic mm-hmm. because Ooh. I was trying to learn how to make electronic music. So I said, ah, fuck it, why not? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I have a, again, a file in my phone of just random lyrics that I tend to just build and build and build until I have a song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with how it became visible so it's just whatever fits is whatever fits with uh some of the other bands i've been in like uh danger club i i'm the vocalist and all i write is the lyrics so the rest mm-hmm. of the band who are vastly better musicians than i am <laughs> will write these like crazy complicated like emo prog like multiple time signatures and then there's yeah. weird stops and stuff mm-hmm. and then give it to me and be like, hey, do something with this. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> You're like, fuck. I um, guess I'll start listening to Coheed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so for this project, uh, what was the first song you wrote? Uh, the first official How It Became Visible song was called um, Only Lovers Left Alive, which <laughs> is also an issue title from The Invisibles. Um, <laughs> but it's also, because that was also a I think it was a sci-fi novel mm-hmm. and then there was a vampire movie recently that had the same name so it's just this name that keeps carrying over into different things which is cool um mm-hmm. and that was kind of a pseudo fictional narrative about a person in a toxic relationship who keeps waking up in hospitals with the same person and not really ever changing it yeah mm-hmm. wow okay <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, how do you feel about the reception to your most recent album, uh, American Invisible? 
So American Invisible is actually odd because that's not technically a How I Became Invisible album. Like I, re- I put oh. it up on Spotify under that name because it was easier, but it was actually in conjunction with uh, American Goner, who oh. uh, operates under Sparrowheart Records. He mm-hmm. had a couple songs that he'd written that didn't have lyrics or vocals, and he's like, hey, would you want to do something with this? I was like, yeah, sure. So I wrote some vocals. I said, well, while we're doing this, why don't I write a couple songs that you could do the vocals for them? He said, okay, oh, cool. Yeah. And, th- and then I put it all together and produced it, mixed it, and titled everything off, to- off of random quotes from stand-ups that I like. Mm-hmm. And so that that's like an outlier in terms of the stuff I put out. Like there's, okay. uh, I still couldn't help doing the thing I like to do, which is trying to make a narrative out of it, which is why there's weird space stuff all over it and mm-hmm. uh, quotes from the Columbia Space Shuttle. Because like I was telling a friend the other day, like I can't help but write concept now. Mm-hmm. Like I used to just write, like I was in a pop punk band in the early 2000s. We wrote songs about girls and it got kind of... <laughs> I have got kind of tired of it, and yeah. not because yeah. like oh it's it's terrible you shouldn't do that, but like I feel like if you keep doing it, it just it gets borders old. on misogyny. Yeah. It gets yeah. old, yeah, yeah, and it borders on misogyny. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. okay, I love you, newfound glory. How many times can you write about the girl who broke your heart? Yeah, <laughs> way yeah. too many times. Apparently, they can just keep on doing it every couple yeah. years. Yeah. Or if you go if you go to go really dark with it, you become brand new, and I definitely don't want to oh. be that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you dropped a couple singles, uh, at the beginning of the mm-hmm. month. Um, how are you feeling about the response to those? Uh, people seem to be digging them, which is cool. Uh, I have a, a friend of mine, Jariah, who's a musician. I don't know if he's been on your podcast or not. Um, who actually, uh, directly messaged me and said, like, this is the best thing you've ever done. I'm like, oh. really? I threw this together in a day. Cool. Damn. <laughs> um, awesome. I self-record everything mm-hmm. uh wow and i've gotten it down to the point that like a friend of my tom the other day was asking me he's like hey so how do you do this so fast i'm like well i don't because i don't need this i don't have to pay a studio i don't have mm-hmm. to like rush through everything and try to get it done as fast as possible so i have half finished songs all over the place yeah but yeah. if i have a song i've written like i can get that done because i know exactly what i want in there and yeah. then the only time consuming part is mixing it and then trying to make it different so like uh the last single was quee quags coffin mm-hmm. um that was me experimenting with different guitar sounds because i tend to just use the one distortion because i like i like distortion mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and um the single i wrote which is coming out on uh july 3rd just called challenger mm-hmm. that's the first time i've like attempted to do like a synth like orchestra Ooh, during okay. the breakdown part so that'll be an interesting Thing to see how people think of that but no i think overall it's like it's weird because i live in a bubble and i don't really pay attention like people don't tell me oh i love your stuff usually and i'm not like obsessively looking to see how people react to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i don't know if people like my music or not oh i get that yeah completely yeah, yeah. i just put it out and like oh if people like it cool if not well you know i'm gonna keep doing it because this is how i'm keeping uh calm and non-panicked while i'm stuck yeah. in my house for the foreseeable future yeah i get that yeah, well, as somebody who listened to your music, I am going to directly tell you I liked it. So, yeah, I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, are your newest singles uh, leading up to an EP or an album release? Even though, we you know, you just, like, helped out with that other album. But are you planning on doing a new one? Yeah. Okay, well, I, w- I hadn't officially said anything yet. Because I like, I am the worst at promotion. 
So I like to be like, I like if you look at the How I Became Visible Twitter account, it's really just kind of oblique and just random phrases and then occasionally numbers. And then it'll be like, oh, a singles app. Like I don't, <laughs> yeah. on my actual Twitter account, I am like Chatty Cathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, um, yeah, I am, I am working towards an album. I haven't Ooh. figured out when I'm going to release it yet, but I'm about halfway through recording the tracks for it. It was, I did, I've been doing about a single a month at this point. And then there's other Mm -hmm. random tracks here and there just because like when this all started, I kind of went overboard and recorded an EP and then a single and then a cover. And then it's like, I just kept going. And like, I have to slow down because if I put out too much, no one's going to listen to it. Uh Yeah. Um, And then I was looking through my phone to see, okay, what do I have that I could work on? And I realized I had an album's worth of material. I had, I could start now. So I've been doing recording wise. I've been doing like a song a week, a song every two weeks, just to try to get it, keep in that groove of doing stuff. And, Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I don't know when it's going to come out. I'm thinking maybe October, September, October, which is around the time, uh, last year when I put out my last full length called unidentified that came out September of last year. All right, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, it, it's cool. I don't, I don't know what it's <laughs> going to be right now because I'm not doing a like I, I said. I'm contradicting myself already. I said I do like concept. Yeah. But the only concept for this one at this point is loud punk music. And by the way, I'm <laughs> transgender, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a concept. Yeah. Um. So, what artists would you say are your biggest inspirations when you're making music? Um. It depends on the band, okay. I guess. With how it became visible, it's it could be literally anything at this point. Yeah. Uh, in general, though, I want to say like the Wonder Years, uh, <laughs> or like the offshoot Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties that the singer mm-hmm. from the Wonder Years does. I forget. I love that band. I love him, his voice. I love the way he writes and the way he puts songs together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, Motion City soundtrack taste. Ooh. I guess would be the other one. You love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I miss so, that band. <laughs> did you catch them during their uh, reunion tour or whatever? I didn't because I had a choice to either get that or get Wonder Years tickets. Okay. And I got Wonder Years tickets. That is yeah, so valid. I, think... I, uh, I saw them at Starland Ballroom and then I was supposed to see the Wonder Years and then that got canceled because of Corona. So. Yep. That's, I was supposed to go to the show in Philly and I am very bummed I couldn't. Yeah, you could have seen Motion City Soundtrack, but instead you got tickets and then yeah. canceled. That sucks, though. To, to be yeah. fair, I also got tickets for the Aaron West uh, record release show they did in Asbury. Oh, cool. West, and they're putting out the live album of that. So I'm like, well, I guess that kind of is okay. Yeah, wasn't that at uh, <laughs> House of Independence or something like that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes, it was. All right. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to two concerts ever, so. And Gloria's not um, from around here, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Virginia. <laughs> um, <laughs> so where do you see the project in the next five years? No idea. Um, <laughs> because it keeps rapidly evolving. Like, it's all, like, I have a songwriting style, and I can't really, like, lie about that. Like, my, the, I'm in, I play bass at a band called Take Today, and the singer of that is like, yeah, this is definitely a Nick song when I send him stuff. Because, I, like, I have a definite uh, structure and, like, sound I like to use, and I've been trying to break out of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know where I see that part of it going. Mm-hmm. But okay. the goal i've kind of established since being stuck inside through the uh, covid19 pandemic because 
A, everyone's supposed to be like, you know, social distancing and uh, for, uh, stay at home for a while. I also, I have cystic fibrosis, so I have a, I'm very immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not venturing out of my house until there's a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but as soon as that's done, I'm putting a full band together because I can't, I've, I've not, there in this, this project has existed in some form or fashion since 2008 and there has been two full band shows. Oh. <laughs> There's been a cu- couple acoustic things, but never, never just a full band other than those two. And I'm like, I'm tired of, I don't know, putting other things first or just making excuses about why I can't do it. And just saying, no, I'm just going to do it. I have enough friends who play music. I'm in like 7 million different bands. I could pull <laughs> together a band, I think. Yeah. 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 Go for it. Yeah. All right. That's exciting. And maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe I'll play a show. <laughs> a, sing- a single show once, uh, Go once COVID's over. Yeah. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and we're going to go straight to death row. Uh, Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be? And please pick a drink. Ooh, last meal. Uh, it would be, I'm going to go comfort food. Okay. Uh, it's the favorite thing my mom would make for me and my sisters when we were growing up. It's called cheesy broccoli bake. Ooh. It's like a casserole. With, it's like rice and cheese and chicken and broccoli and then there's like some breadcrumbs on top and it's just it is super not good for you in terms of (laughs) me trying to be healthier but it's it's amazing and i love it and uh a drink i would probably find a nice sour nice sour beer Ooh, all right nice nice crisp and refreshing yes Mm -hmm. all right solid so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live Oh no! Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I have too many to choose from. Oh, that's um, fair. That's I, fair. Ve- I don't know if it's like. So you've listened to the music, so I don't know if it's abundantly uh, clear that I am into nerd shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, I name songs after podcasts and comic books and quotes from The Good Place and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. You know what? Community. I'd want to live Ooh. in Greendale and hang out there for a week because that, that place seems like it would be uh, like even when they're just kind of hanging out and doing nothing, that place seems magical. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I get that. And you don't have the constant threat of like superheroes, villains blowing things up or yeah. you know, Lord of the Rings like just Sauron or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Doctor yeah. Who the Daleks might show up. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and everyone we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Royal blue. Ooh, that's a very nice blue. Yes. Well, I am I like a fucking one. queen, so. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so like I said, that's all the questions we have for you today. Is there anything you would like to plug? Sure. Uh, if anybody wants to talk to me, I am eminently reachable on Twitter at n.read. That's N-D-O-T-R-E-E-D. I'm also on Instagram under the same thing. Uh, and just be prepared for lots of pictures of myself or my dogs or, I don't know, random stuff I think is weird. Um, you can find my music at howibecameinvisible.com or... Uh, the other bands I'm in, Danger Club, which is dangerclubpa.com, uh, Robots and Race Cars, which is robotsandracecars.com, and Take Today, which is taketoday.com. All of those are also on Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much anywhere where they're streaming music. And um, I've, when is this 
going to come out. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't want to like. I don't want to timestamp it. <laughs> Sometime next month. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm sure I'll have a single out. <laughs> okay. All right. I have music coming out. I'm on a comp that's coming out uh, on July 3rd called Demos for a Difference. I have, Ooh. I did a cover of a Sam Stone song in a very like against me style. That's, mm -hmm. I don't know when that's coming out. But yeah, I did a weaker than cover, cover. I don't know what I'm doing with that. That might be a single B side. I'm not even sure. Like I said, I do too much music. <laughs> Just go that's to the website. Fair. I'm sure something will be there. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Come bother me on Twitter. I'll be talking about dresses and why I can't wear the ones I want. All right. Mm. Um, so thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, this has been How I Became Invisible and We're the Good Noise Podcast.